And uh, go. All right, welcome into the Dart Me podcast, recording here on Wednesday. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to apologize to Hacker Nation out there. I mean, Dart Me has been pathetic. It's it, plain and simple. So, um, that being said, said this will be a sort of a end of season nfl recap uh, week 17 and then a wild card preview and getting into the to those playoff games so with that being said let's go around and say hi to the boys uh joined here by liveline luke and rhino so what's going on liveline luke um i'd love to blame the lack of pods on covid but that's just simply not true we've been just lazy um so, yeah, I apologize for that, but we have a lot to talk about. So um, we're going to try and go weekly for the NFL playoffs, and then I think more realistically going forward, we might go monthly or something like that. Weekly just gets, like I said, we've just been lazy. But Right. right. All right. Rhino, what's going on? Not much. I haven't been too busy. Dynamite, Rhino. Dynamite insight there. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. So he'll he'll be ready with his takes now. Um, so I guess we can get right into it. Do you want to do the week seventeen recap, or do you want to go over the playoff teams first? Let's let's do the season and week seventeen recap, and kind of just talk about the regular season and stuff like that first. All right. So i'll just go down game by game then that's what i have written down some scores here who covered and all that but i guess we can start here packers over the bears 35 16 packers cover four and a half there i mean they looked and the past two weeks the packers have looked dominant which is much to my surprise and i'm very happy about it but uh they looked dominant um, moving on then, I guess, unless you have any thoughts on more of the Packers. I mean, we can touch on the Packers, too. We'll get that in the playoff picture, too. So, Yeah, I mean, uh, Ty and I, I'd call us, or I guess I can even lump Rhino into that. We're all kind of, uh, I'm going to say Packers realists. I don't want to say pessimists because that word gets tossed around quite a bit, but I'd say we're more realists, and we kind of have to eat some crow after um, – the season that they had, even though leading up until the last two weeks, I would still stay pretty strong on that argument that we've been, you know, kind of hit or miss. But the last two weeks, we've looked really good. So I, I'll i eat crow and say happily. I love being I love being the one seed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Got to go through Lambo. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll talk. All right, then moving on, Vikings, Lions, doesn't matter. Vikings win 37-35, Lions cover. I won't have anything here, doesn't matter. If you have quick hits, if you want to interrupt and say anything, go ahead, but I'm moving on with that one. Um, then next I have Dolphins, Bills. Bills win 56-26, put with the 50-burger. Um, Bills ended up being three-and-a-half-point dogs, which I don't <laughs> understand the Lions. I hammered. I personally hammered the Bills four ways that game. I had Bills, originally Bills first half minus a half. I had Bills minus a half game. Then the line changed like the morning leading up to kick uh, to three and a half, plus three and a half Bills. So I hammered that and then I put Bills money line. So all four hit 
very easily. And I was, <laughs> I don't understand the line because, dude, Tua has not looked good at all. And the Bills still had something to play for. Right. I mean, yeah, they did. They they had something. They had the two seed to play for. That's right. I just didn't understand it. I mean, there was a lot of talk that they were going to potentially sit their players, which is why I think the initial line came out. But I don't know. I think there's some value to be had in Week 17, that's for sure. If you if you kind of know who's – I mean, like even the Packers, four and a half is kind of a ridiculous line. And I think people thought, well, are they going to play, you know, whatever. And they went all out. I mean, Rodgers was clearly uh, trying to get that MVP locked down and Devontae looked great and – Whatever. So even that line, I mean, four and a half at home, or I guess I, I I'm sorry, in Chicago, but no fans or anything like that, uh, which kind of makes it neutral. Um, yeah, there's definitely some value in some of the lines. All right. All right. Then moving on, I have Jets at Patriots. Patriots win 28-14. Patriots cover minus three. Um, only thing I have here is you know Patriots had a bad season relative to all the other seasons the Patriots had. They're gonna beat the Jets, so and I also had the Patriots in that game. You just, I just had to trust Bill Belichick over Jace. I had to do it, and I had to put the money on. I'm glad I did. Um, then Titans Texans, forty-one thirty-eight Titans Texans plus seven cover. Main story here though would be the Titans win the division, correct? Get the playoffs and Henry gets over two thousand, which is also a prop that uh, we hit heavy in Dartmouth. Heavy, lock. Two hundred fifty rushing yards. There's a wild finish too. Like the Titans' defense. I mean, we'll get that in the playoff picture too. It's like they can't stop anybody, and that showed too in this game. It took a Sloman Bank kick to win. Um, and moving on. Saints 33, Panthers 7, Saints minus 6, cover. I had the Panthers. I was completely wrong. I saw Teddy two gloves as the dog. He usually comes through. Didn't there. Any thoughts? Or move on. No, that was, I mean, you were, you were on fire last week. That was the only one where I kind of, I didn't love the, I just, I kind of wanted to stay away from that game, but. The Panthers are kind of hard to. They've been kind of. They've been hard to gauge all year. Right. Yeah. I figured because the Saints really. I guess they they had the two seed to lock up. They could have potentially gotten the one seed, but I don't know. They had a bunch of guys out too. Their whole running back room was out as well too. So I I figured maybe it, had he been good, covering as a dog, but obviously it didn't come through. Um, next game ended up being really interesting. Steelers, Browns, Browns win 24-22. Steelers cover 10. Um, Browns make the playoffs first time since 2002. Gotta, I mean, you gotta love it for Cleveland. Cle- I mean, they've been suffering for so long. You just gotta feel happy for Cleveland. But, I mean, I kind of want to get into this game about... The coaching, like, I don't understand. The the Browns were up eight in the fourth quarter. They had fourth and seven, and they go for it. Did you all see that? Yeah. That's just the Browns trying to brown. That was questionable. Like, I, I mean, I understand, like, if you get, if you convert the fourth down, like, you pretty much iced the game away right there. Bang, done. 
but it's fourth and seven. It's not like a fourth and two or, or like a fourth and short. It's a fourth and seven. And they could have lined up for the field goal too. I mean, it'd been a long field goal. But if you're worried about like the field goal being missed, why would why would you just punt slash wouldn't the field goal have like an equal opportunity of going in going in versus you making the first down on fourth and seven? It's like kind of like I didn't understand it. It was a head scratcher. And I was kind of losing my mind too because I had Browns in a teaser head pick. Um, which I mean ended up hitting, but it took a stop to point conversion to hit. That Hi, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm not 100 percent sure. Do they have fourth and two, and then get a penalty to go to fourth and seven? Yes, they did. Okay, so I mean that's a case where I guess fourth and two. Okay, now you commit the penalty. Fourth and seven. It, but. I guess their idea was they're going for it either way. Kind of dumb to me, but. Yeah, but potential coach of the year, too, doing that. I mean. Coach of the year. I was potential yeah. of the year, I said, but I'm not going to, like, shit on him for, like, that decision only. I mean, because it's the Browns, and, like, it's, it's their first time in the playoffs since 2002, so. I'm, gonna, I'm like, give all the credit to him. It's just that that decision there was very questionable to me. And I was losing my mind. Rhino was too. We were watching the games together. It was ridiculous. Um, So that game, next game I have down, Cowboys 19, Giants 23. So Giants 23, Cowboys 19. Sorry, I messed up the order there. Giants cover plus one and a half. Giants came through for me. I had the Giants. Um, then after this game, so the Giants win and they need the need the Eagles to beat Washington to get to the playoffs is what ended up being after this game. But nothing really stood out in the game to me at all. I don't even know if I had eyes that much. Um, Anything, Ryan? I wasn't watching that game, no. We did have a teaser, though. We did have that as second leg in the teaser, Giants plus 11.5. So that, that came through easy as well. Um, next game, Falcons. Buccaneers, Buccaneers win 44-27, Buccaneers cover seven, nothing. I just felt pathetic. That's it. That's all I have. Move on. Matt Ryan should retire. I want to talk about Matt. I want to talk about Matt Ryan once we get to like the season wrap. Yeah. I'm going to wait though. It needs to be discussed. I'm going to build, I'm going to build that up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what can you say? We'll, we'll, we'll touch on it. Okay. Ravens, Bengals, Ravens win 38-3. Um, Ravens cover thir- 13 and a half. I believe that improved their play. Well, that they had windy in the playoffs. So, I mean, they took away the business. Ravens? Yeah. Right? Yeah. They missed on that line. I mean, I know it was big, but like, I think it was 14. Yeah, thir- yeah, 14, 13 and a half, yeah. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> they third off. Next game, Seahawks, 49ers. Seahawks win 26-23. 49ers cover plus seven. Didn't really watch this game at all. I mean, the Seahawks had an outside chance game, the one seed. Um, I mean, their offense just hasn't been able to get it going. And in hindsight, I wish I would have taken the 49 I kind of liked them coming into the game. I mean, they just battle. Shanahan, I think, is a good coach, and they just battle. Great coach. Um, next game, meaningless game. Chargers win thirty-eight to twenty-one against the Chiefs. Chargers cover the minus seven. 
meaningless game. Anthony Lynn out as coach, I guess you could say. Um, next game, another meaningless game. Raiders 32, Broncos 31. Broncos cover plus two and a half. Um, next game, Cardinals, Rams. Rams 18 to 7. Puke. Yeah, this game was awful. It was horrible. It was awful to watch. And this is where Ryan implications. Yes. <laughs> yes, major implications. Winning your in for both teams. <laughs> Winning your in for both teams. Rhino and I, and you had this. We hit Cardinals plus nine. Yeah, Cardinals plus nine in a teaser. And like we, we had the Because job. we thought the Cardinals would want to show up and play. Against Wolford. Against a guy who hasn't played the NFL before. <laughs> Dude, it was trash. Uh... When the Cardinals put out. So Kyler got hurt, whatever, and then they put out a quarterback who hasn't played an NFL snap before. What was he How do you team? have a backup quarterback who has never played in the NFL, both teams, in a winner-take-all game? Yeah, but then Kyler comes back in. Yeah, yeah, after they're down. When he was sitting on the sideline looking like he wanted to play, Kingsbury just ignored him or what? That's what I understand. Like, I don't it, know. It, the camera kept showing Kyler Murray just sitting right. on the Gatorade cooler. So if he's injured, it, like if he's injured and like can't play, and you you want to risk anything for his future, I don't know. Or but that's a do or die game. You should. I mean, fine, whatever. Sit him. But then you bring him back in when you're down two possessions. Now you put him back in. Like it was in the late third slash early fourth that he got put in. I can't remember exactly when he got put back in. But dude, that's like fucking trash, dude. How are you going to do that? And then nobody knew what was happening on the Cardinals' sideline. Like, is Kyler going to go in, or is he going to continue to sit there? Kingsbury, make up your mind. He's terrible. Yeah. He's a bad coach. He's terrible. He's awful. And I'll get into his... Well, I'm going to get into it right now. Cliff is such a bad... He's a, he's a, he's a bad coach. I think the only reason he has a, he has a job is because he's good-looking. Like, he's good-looking, and he gets chance after chance. Like... I'll go through it. He was 35 and 40 at Texas Tech as a head coach. He was 16 and 21 with Patrick Mahomes. Like, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. And he had a losing record with Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. The guy is trash. And then um, I heard this. I picked this up from Leonard Podcast. His last, I guess, he's been coach, a head coach since 2013. And the way he's close out season is putrid. So I'll just run it down. 2013, he lost five of his last six. 2014, four of his last five. Next season, four of his last six. Next two seasons, he lost six of his last eight. 2018, he lost five of five. Um, 2019, he lost seven of his last nine. And then this year, he lost six of his last nine games. And one of the wins was a Hail Mary. I guess we should have paid attention to those trends. Yeah, might have wanted to pay attention. That'd been a good idea to pay attention to those trends before. I we think he's it. gonna get fired. I think he's gonna get fired before we put in that teaser. We should have maybe pulled up those trends. Yeah, I'm getting into trends. Friends, Rhino. That's his new strat. I like it. All right, that's that's my rant on Cliff Kingsbury. There, he should be gone. Throw him in the trash. Um. So. I lost my spot. Then the next game. Okay, it's a who, it's a who cares game? Jaguars. Colts. 28-14, Jaguar. Well, the Colts, Colts win. had to Jag- win in their end. Did they? Yeah. Oh, damn. Because of 
See, I don't even know. If, if the uh, Dolphins. Oh, if the Dolphins. But that was already decided. Yeah, that was decided before. So the Colts knew what they had to do to get in. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, so the Jaguars ended up covering, though. Then the Sunday night game, Washington winning in. Eagles, if they win, Giants are in. And this game, I, I didn't have eyes on it. But no. this game, Washington wins 2014. Eagles cover six and a half. Giants are pissed off. Giants fans are pissed off because the Eagles, Doug Peterson, he sat Jalen Hurts when they were down by three. Giants fans, shut up. Yeah, no shit. You had, uh, you lost three of your last four games when you controlled your own destiny. You were in first place at five and seven in the NFC East. You were in first place. Basically, you had to win two more games, and you win the division, and you lose uh, three of four. They also blew a, like a two-touchdown lead at Philly. That might be true. I wouldn't be surprised. No, they did. That's that Wentz came back and won the game. That was like one of Wentz's, I don't know, you can late game heroics, I yeah, guess. Yeah, we'll get say. into Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, people are pissed off at Doug. I mean, not people. Like, not people. Giants, Giants fans. fans. Or I mean, the Eagles better. Maybe. The Eagles. The, well, the Giants coach called out like Peterson himself in a press conference. <laughs> Good for I you. Love, they really care about that. I love it. I, in the one thing I'll say in Doug's defense, but I'm not defending Doug. In Doug's defense, maybe are playing devil's ad, devil's advocate here. Don't you think that the front office said, "Hey, Doug, like, we can't, we kind of don't really want to do this right now." Possibly. I mean, at the same time, the thing is, I don't know what their what their status is moving forward. Like, it's such a mess in Philly. Oh, yeah. They had they had they had hype going into the year, and then they bench their franchise quarterback. For a rookie, and they still have Wentz, like they're going to be paying him. Yeah. Now, you hear stories now Wentz is pissed off the organization, wants out. Where's he going to go? I mean, what's. I, I don't know. Yeah. Some I shit team will take him, and then he'll still be trash. Maybe Patriots will take him. <laughs> oh, please. Who will? I said maybe the Patriots take it. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> all right, so that's the that's the week seventeen recap. I mean, we can get right into it though. Week summary slash end of season summary. I mean, we got kind of some teasers thrown out there, but I mean, I will say this about week seventeen: if your fantasy league plays meaningful matchups in week seventeen, that needs to stop. Oh, I, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's because it's not even, dude. The, the Chiefs, like, let's just say you made the championship riding Hill and Mahomes. And then you just, Kelsey. and then you just, and Kelsey, and then you just don't get to use them for the most important game of the year. Right. Because, because we play your, you play your championship on week 17. It just, it's the dumbest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would totally agree. And there's probably more situation, and I see it. I was in a league that didn't do that, 
So it's like, I don't even know who, because then there's like these stupid waiver pickups. Like, we're bidding on, I don't even know who, like, who is a popular waiver pickup in week 17 because he's going to get the snaps now. You have to save your fab budget to pick up garbage players for week 17 so you can try and compete for big money. It's stupid. Yeah, it's kind of, it's really dumb. It's really dumb. That's a good point. That's a good. I just think it's, I, I, I don't even think, it shouldn't even be allowed. In my opinion, like you have the best, let's just say you drafted guys off the best team. And so you did really well all year based on the guys that you drafted. And then you get to week 17 and now you have the best team in the leagues. You're in the championship based on the players that you drafted, but that best team already has stuff locked up, nothing to play for. And now you don't get your best players. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is stupid. But some leagues still, do it, I guess. Not to mention, it's not even the guys that don't play. It's the guys that stuff happens throughout the day, too. Or a guy tweaks something and they just pull him out of the game right. uh, because he maybe tweaks something very minor and then they pull him and now you get you start him thinking he's going to play. Then he doesn't play for the rest of the game. You get one point out of him. I don't know. It's... <laughs> it's or, or, teams, or teams that have nothing to play for. Like, yeah. Right. You get a team that, that's, like, trying to lose. They're not trying to lose, but you know what I mean. They trash. They want to save their future. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. And I don't know. I could be wrong in saying this. You might have not seen it. Or there might have been this year. There might have been more meaningful games this year because of maybe the expanded playoff picture. Slap oh, or like sure. and, and the AFC was kind of a mess. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I just I just think it's stupid. Like, if in a perfect world, I would say run it to week seven or week sixteen, and then do like do like a DraftKings with your league for week seventeen. Just kind of have fun with it, and everyone can draft a lineup and do something like that. Or it's just kind of it's kind of dumb. And the one league that we play in that does it, the commissioner says, this is where like depth comes into play, but. You could have a team in your league that's just trash and then picks up, has a ton of fab budget and then picks up shitty players for week 17 and then wins high score. I don't know. It's like, yeah. It's stupid. I would agree with that. I would agree with that statement. But it is what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. So that wraps up week 17. Um, let's go into the playoff picture and then we'll go into end of season thoughts after we get the playoff picture. Right? Yep. Okay. So I'll start with the AFC here going down by seed. Uh, yeah, going down by seed. So uh, Chiefs one seed, Bills two, Steelers three, Titans four, Ravens five, Browns six, Colts seven, uh, NFC, Packers one, Saints two, Seahawks three, Washington four, Buccaneers five, Rams six, Bears seven. All right. Any surprises, I guess, at the top, or anything you want you like about the playoff picture right now? I think it's stupid that Washington gets to host a game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's just dumb. Oh, I know. That's the same thing that happened with. Um, Seattle when they had Marshawn Lynch and that the Beast Quake game, they were seven and nine that game too, and they hosted, which is, I mean, 
now that there's COVID, not many fans or some places that limited fans of the game, some don't have fans at all. It's not as much of a home field advantage. But, you know, in that game where Seattle was 7-9, and nine, they had you're at home in Seattle that, that year. That, that, that proved um, to be an advantage for sure. But I'm going to get into end-of-season thoughts now. Basically, what I had wrong in, in all the stuff like that. So what I had wrong was Cam Newton. I mean, what was it, week two? He had a good game against the Seahawks, and I said people pass on Cam Newton, and they are <laughs> they're they're going to regret it. And they and I I think crow. I mean, Cam Newton was not good. He did not look good at all. Uh, so I'll eat my crow there. The Patriots were just bad. Well, they're not, and the roster is pretty bad. They had they had a bunch of opt outs too. But the only thing I'll say is like, yeah, I think we were both wrong on the Patriots and Cam Newton, but at the same time. <laughs> It solidifies our argument that you can't just plug and play any quarterback in New England. That's mm-hmm. what Tom Brady haters will be like. Well, anyone could have done what Brady did. Well, they didn't. And I'm not saying it wasn't the same team or you know it wasn't a different team. I get that, mm-hmm. but if anything, I, it helps if you're a, if you're a Brady guy. Um, this year kind of proved to. I'm not saying Brady would have won in there and won 12 games, but. Right, yeah, you know, that, that was Tom Brady. I guess probably some some of the angst in Tom Brady was like, dude, we have like nothing here. I mean, he did kind of like have a falling out with Belichick. I don't know if it was like roster construction slash, you know, he just wanted to be out from under Belichick's under under Belichick. I don't know if you call it a shadow or anything because they're both kind of like. Well, I think Brady knows he's kind of ending. He's kind of getting near the end of his <laughs> career, and I think he's sick of people saying yeah, your success is based on Belichick. Yeah, for sure. For you know, his legacy was not dependent. Not I mean, people talked about it. Let's just put it that way. Brady was only as good as Belichick, or you know, whatever. But I never really lumped the two in together oh, as no. like. As like Brady was good because of Belichick, or Belichick was good because of Brady. I just thought they were a perfect match, and that's why they were so good. I don't think it was like one was dependent on the other. Yeah, I think they're both really fucking good. Yeah. Um, Matthew, you think that you had wrong, Randall? Um, I was kind of quick to think Russell Wilson was going to be MVP. I mean, he had a good first six weeks. Yeah. And he was the favorite. And then uh, Ty and I had him on our fantasy team, and he was kind of our only good player. And then he didn't do anything, or he didn't play as well as he did. And he turned it over a lot yeah, dude, he was midway still... through the season, and he didn't finish the season well. Yeah, he started throwing picks, man. And he was just not smart. No. Like, Dude, we think he needs to use his legs more because every time he runs, he seems to gain six or seven yards. Yep, yep. And he doesn't really get hit when he runs because he slides a lot. But he takes a lot of sacks. Yes. And I personally don't think mobile quarterbacks should take too many sacks because you're fast and you can run away from pressure. But 
Mm-hmm. I didn't play. I didn't play football, so I don't know how that works. <laughs> oh, okay, Rhino. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Podcast about football with three guys that didn't play football, so we really can't talk too much about football, according to uh, a lot of people that we have football conversations with. We really don't have a valuable. We don't have any valuable insight for anyone. It's that well, this will this will this will satisfy the haters because I I'll like I said I I was wrong about the Packers. See, I I can't talk about. The, I was wrong with the Packers. I I said my favorite underplay, my favorite total play of the NFL season was gonna be the Packers under because I mean I'm just justifying a horrible take that I had to start. But I thought like you know last year they were exposed in the playoffs and like they played games really close against inferior opponents. Um and like Rodgers was. Aaron Rodgers was very average. Well, relative to Aaron Rodgers' standards, he was average, I would say. Not relative to other quarterback standards. Uh, he was still really good last year. Yes, yes. So before I before I put my foot in my mouth. Um, but yeah, I was, I was wrong. Very wrong. Anything you had, you can think you else you had wrong there, Luke? No? I'll just was, jump. I'll, I'll jump on that. I'll jump on that uh, Packers. Uh, trend of like I knew we were going to be good. Um, I didn't really buy the the whole NFC North deal. Like I I projected the Packers would win the division. I didn't really see any team in the division that would beat out the Packers for that. I didn't think they'd win thirteen games, but um, I don't know. Like I said, heading into the last two weeks, I still kind of had the same opinion. That it, it was trending towards like it was last year, but then we looked really good the last two weeks. So I don't know. I I don't really know how my how I feel about it going into the playoffs. I'm not like it's obviously it's Super Bowl or bust. I think we all agree that, but I don't know if I necessarily believe we're going to win the Super Bowl. If that makes sense. Oh, to, quote, to quote a to quote someone. Uh, that we know very well. It's very hard to win a championship in the NFL if you've ever watched America's Game. <laughs> yes, that's that that quote. I, I I know that quote very well. Yeah. Um, another one that I would have to eat crow on is Matt Ryan. I took him in every single fantasy league that I play in. <laughs> um, and that drove me nuts. <laughs> He's so bad. Like to put it in perspective, to put it in perspective, in our big money league, I finished as the number two overall point scorer with Matt Ryan as my quarterback and didn't make the playoffs. And while I was still satisfied with my season, obviously being the number two overall point scorer, if I had anyone else at quarterback. I would have been the number one overall point scorer. I lost like three matchups by under two points. Yes. And so I, I hate him. I hate him. Do you want to bring up the infamous matchup of the. No, I don't want to bring up. I don't want to bring up anything about that season. I'm forgetting the season even happened. Well, let's. Ryan and I had Robert Tunyon going into Monday night against Matt Ryan. I was up. Like you were up by thirty points. I I wasn't up by thirty. I was up by like eighteen. Yeah, and then I was up by eighteen. I was projected to win 
Um, it said my probability to win was 99.9%. And Ryan doesn't throw a single touchdown, and Tunyon scores three. Yes. I think Ryan finished with, like, six points, and Tunyon had, like, 30. He's so bad, dude. The only statement, the only thing, okay, I guess, the only thing good for Matt Ryan is that Carson Wentz also played this season. And he looked even worse. Ryan was worse. No, Wentz was worse. I hope Matt Ryan never plays football again. <laughs> and they're equally bad. Wentz, Wentz, and Ryan, Wentz is the most sacked and through the most. Ryan, Ryan will bring up, bring up the, bring up the stat. Oh, okay. So I heard after watching the Falcons blow another fourth quarter lead this year. Somebody on TV said Matt Ryan has blown 25 fourth quarter leads since the Falcons lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots. <laughs> 20 fucking five, dude. Like, that's six losses a year, or four. What, what is that? Is that three years ago? That's three years. Yeah, so that's, that's eight, eight losses, losses a year when you were winning in the fourth quarter. That's. <laughs> That's, but they want to blame Young Ho Koo. They want to Young Wei Young Wei Koo. Sorry, the but best yeah. kicker in the NFL because Matt Ryan can't score in the red zone. Yes, and when he does get in the red zone, he gets sacked. He out gets of the sacked room. out of the red zone. <laughs> so the Falcons have to kick fifty to forty yarders, and then they blame their kicker. And then they blame the kicker when he misses it. Deontay <laughs> <laughs> kicks flushless, by the way. Dude, no. What was that? What was that one game, Rhino, where it was like? It was like third down. Matt Ryan throws throws oh. a pick. Throws was, a pick. It was the target game. It was a penalty. So then, oh. Oh, so, then so then they got they got a first down. And then they went like all the way through and then there was like roughing the kick or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ryan threw a touchdown. Finally, he got like not. It was like inside. I don't. Know, it was like you need ten plays inside the red zone. Ten plays, fucking ten plays minimum to get in the end zone for Matt Ryan, and a whole lot of penalties. And yeah. I remember another uh, Matt Ryan game where the Falcons picked off a ball in the end, in the end zone, and they ran it back to the like the fifty yard line. So Matt Ryan had the ball at the fifty yard line, and he took two sacks. The next two plays after he had the ball, so it was like third and third and twenty after an interception, and he just gives the ball right back to their team. That Chargers game too, where Herbert and Ryan were trying to out stupid each other, or the Falcons and Chargers were trying to out Charger out Falcon each other. That game was fucking putrid. <laughs> I mean, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan looks like before he goes on the field that he just straps cinder blocks to his feet. And then goes out on the field. And then it's like, he just sits there. Yeah. And sits there. And sits there. And sits there. And then, (laughs) finally, when he has an open receiver, he misses him by a mile. Or he just sits there and gets sacked. And then it's like, what'd you you expect? You're sitting there for days, patting the, burping the baby, patting the football. (laughs) What are you doing? Get rid of you have Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones on your team. Oh no, but his favorite target. But you want to throw to Hayden Hurst. His favorite target is Hayden Hurst. <laughs> I hate that man. He's terrible. 
right. Yeah. Um, but I guess anything that we said about Ryan, you can probably say about Wentz. Yeah, I guess. The thing about, the thing about Matt Ryan and, and Carson Wentz is everyone just, like, every game you watch is almost impossible. Like, you want to put bleach in your eyes when you watch them play. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the announcers just sit and bring up the fact that Matt Ryan won an MVP and Wentz should have won an MVP the year he got hurt. Well, let's see if we can get back to that MVP uh, status. Yes. You know, Carson Wentz led this Philly team, you know, the majority of the season, the year they won the Super Bowl. That's – and then – oh, my God. That's very true. You saw Every- <laughs> well, yeah. you got to wonder, can Wentz get back to that MVP status? You got to wonder, Matt Ryan, I mean, he was an MVP. Oh, okay. Well, are you watching this game right now? This guy stinks. A little comment that DJ made in our chat, and I think I think I was like, I hate watching Matt Ryan play, and oh, yeah. DJ was like, I love watching Matt Ryan play because of how horrible he is. What? He goes, it's fun to watch him. It's fun suck. to watch him. <laughs> he said, it's fun to watch him suck. I think that's what he said. Yes. Yeah, that is great. <laughs> it was kind of hilarious towards the end. I mean, not. Hilarious starts us. Of course, the Matt Ryan fantasy owner probably had zero fun at all watching himself. But, like, it was just comical. You could just predict it coming. Like, oh, yeah, here comes a Matt Ryan sack. And then and you fumbled. see the blitz coming and then sack. Or not even a blitz coming. It's just he's sitting back there. And you're like, yep, sack. Sack fumble, too. And, like, I said I wanted a, a compilation video made of Matt Ryan getting sacked and, like, third down or sacked inside the red zone. You could have a lot just based off this year. You don't even have to go back. Into the archives. Yes. We, we you, can just, you can just pick one game, honestly. Yes. You can. Honestly, you can. So that was our love about Matt Ryan. Yeah, that's, that, we've gone on long enough about Matt Ryan. I'm going to go into what I had right. And what I had right, I don't know. I didn't write down much. The only one thing I can say is Mike McCarthy sucks. <laughs> yes. And yes. He, he was, I mean, the Cowboys are supposed to... to to win the division, or win the division easy. Like that, a lot of experts had that were hyped on the Cowboys, man. And I know the Dak injury um, really hurt them. But even before the Dak injury, the defense could not stop anything. It took a monumental collapse of the Falcons again to win that game. Um, but Mike McCarthy is trash. Like they had, they had Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers, like saying, like, Aaron Rodgers could be in the wrong here. Like, Mike McCarthy is a good coach. They had, he had, they had people believing Mike McCarthy was a good coach. And he's bad. He's terrible. Well, there's two things I know about Mike McCarthy. The first thing, he clearly doesn't value defense. Um, the second thing is that when shit hits the fan, he cannot adapt. Like, when your quarterback goes out, there's no adapting. There's no... He, he's not a, he needs everything to go right in order to be successful is what I've come to know about Mike McCarthy. Like, oh, shit, your quarterback goes down. Now he has no idea how to change the offense or adjust. I mean, we see, what, what about the Saints? Like, we have Taysom freaking Hill at quarterback, and we're still winning games. Yeah. There's, I mean, I'm not saying Peyton's the greatest coach of all time. I'm just saying... Clearly, there's some adjustment, at least. 
Agreed. When Ro- when 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 Rodgers went down, the Packers literally became the worst team in the NFL. Um, per near. Yeah, I would say the worst. Yeah. Well, they they beat the Browns that year. Like at the, like on a, uh, the Browns I think were like winless, and we beat them in Lambeau on a late game, whatever. Yeah, I can't even remember that. But but that was the only game I think we won that that year when Rodgers went down, with uh with Hundley. At quarterback. Yeah. Oh, we, did t- we did try Seneca Wallace out a little bit, too. It's had a different year. That would have been a different year. Seneca Wallace, my God. But, like, Andy Dalton's not terrible. I no, mean, he's not awful. And, like, they still had that. And, again, this is more offensive side of the ball. The defense stunk. Like, they still had Zeke and Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb is really good, too. So, I don't think they, they could they couldn't get the job done. And they they could have had the last week of the season too. They could have beat the Giants, win and hope the Eagles beat the beat Washington. They couldn't even get that done either. They couldn't do that right. So Mike McCarthy stinks. Um I heard it too. Somebody Jim Rome mentioned it. You know, maybe Aaron Rodgers' most impressive thing in his career is he kept Mike McCarthy employed for thirteen seasons. And <laughs> I'm starting to kind of maybe agree with that. Like, it's true. Yeah. Mike McCarthy's terrible. Anything you had right, or you can think you had right? Anything written down, Rhino, Luke? And the season thoughts? Uh, mostly, yeah, NFL coaches making dumb decisions. I mean, we went over it with McCarthy. Uh, we, went, we went over it with Kingsbury. He loves kicking field goals. You, yeah, you settle settling for field goals. Uh, Matt Nagy, I have written down. I just didn't understand the move to Nick Foles. <laughs> when uh, Trubisky was 3-0 and and you thought, oh, let's go to Nick Foles. Then you lose five straight or something like that. Remember the Bears losing five straight with Nick Foles. And then Doug Peterson just not being able to see that Wentz is terrible and Hurts can at least run away from a sack. And <laughs> I think it was the Packer game against the Eagles where they made the move to Hurts. Oh yeah, and then Hertz came in, and he threw a touchdown. And right, and then the next series, Peterson threw Wentz back out there. Yes, he did. And that was when I think we all realized that Peterson's not very good. And those are just some of the coaches I have written down. Right. Yeah, I would. Of course, the Jets. (laughs) The Jets. The Jets coach is a moron. (laughs) He's gone now. But yeah, yeah, just coaches making bonehead plays or bonehead calls, and I wish I had them all written down. You know, um, I kind of did for week seventeen, like write down like all the stupid crap I see, and then I wish I really, like made a list and wrote it down and be, and like go over them and look at all the stupid stuff that is uh, being done. But yeah, I, that's that's a good observation that ran of all the stupid coaching decisions. Um, what else was I going to say about that? Oh, yeah, the, the Eagles game. Like, Hurts came in, and then the Eagles were covering that game. It's like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like there's a lot of ego stuff when it comes to coaches. Um, like, you have all these other coaches, and it seems like all these head coaches put a ton on their plate and then make all these bonehead decisions, and they refuse to delegate. The only example that really comes to mind, just because 
for obviously Packer fans is like Mike McCarthy for how many years? It's like, dude, you can't manage the play clock or make simple decisions, yet you continue to call the plays and have way too much on your plate to clearly like properly manage a football game. And I can't imagine in these decisions for these quarterbacks that these coaches are actually going to the other coaches and saying, hey, what do you think about this? And they're saying, yep, I like that call. I just, I, I mean, do you talk to the quarterback coach? Does the quarterback coach say, yes, I agree? I don't, it, yes. Yeah. There needs to be like more delegation. And I can't, I can't say it's happening or not happening, but it just seems like these coaches have such, like they want to make the calls and then they want to be credited for making the right call. And then they get pissed off and they get scrutinized for making the wrong call. And then this whirlwind effect starts of people are talking about it and then they get pissed off and then boom, they get fired. And I don't know. It, like, it's just game like clock management. That's, that's one of your, Oh, that's one of your that's... main, that's one of your main, I don't want to say it's one of your main jobs, but like it's a job that's seen so easily on TV. How oh, is it, it that hard? I mean, it's not hard. It's 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 very easy to manage clocks. I mean, play Madden. Play Madden. Yes, and a ten-year-old on a on a Madden controller can manage the clock better than some of these coaches. And it's like they don't even practice it. What is this quarterback doing? He's taking his time. Where does that come from? I mean, in practice, they don't say, "Hey, you're down, you're down ten with two minutes to go, and you have the ball. You need to score twice." You probably need to score quickly. Let's not do dink and dunk. Let's fuck. I mean, let's go deep. Let's I, just like simple stuff. And the quarterback's walking to the line, or I don't know. It's just so it's dumb. Day, day one stuff. It is day one stuff. Um, I guess uh, I, I I'm all out of things that I had right. I would just say Rod. I would just say Rogers. The other thing I didn't. I didn't like. Uh, actually, predict out loud that Rogers was gonna be an MVP or, you know, whatever, but I don't know. I constantly preach how good Rodgers is. And for like the last, I don't know, two or three years, for whatever reason, Packer fans have turned into like criticizing Rodgers and he's the last person that should ever be criticized in this organization because he's been unbelievable. So like this season didn't surprise me at all. Um, I'd say, I mean, I guess it surprised me a little bit because I kind of thought, hey, he's getting up there in age. He's maybe slowed down a little bit. But then he just returned to, like, 26-year-old Rodgers this year, 27-year-old Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. unconscious. So I don't buy any of the I don't buy any of the narratives like, oh, because the Packers drafted love, Rodgers kicked it into gear. I, I think it's just, it was... No. A number of things. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. That that whole that narrative thing. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't agree. But with the that. season doesn't. Maybe like to the maybe to the degree of how good he was surprises me. But the fact that he was awesome mm-hmm. is not surprising at all because Aaron Rodgers has always been awesome. Right. He's always been a threat to an MVP every year. Yeah. And so I don't. Know, I'm, that's pretty exciting. Uh, I think he might split it. Do you think he'll get a co-MVP? No, I think it's Rodgers. I saw some, like, who do you think he's going to split it with? Henry. But See, then I saw, I don't know if I saw this correctly, but I saw, like, Henry was down on the list on the odds. Well, like, he's only I seven other running backs all time to go 2,000 yards, so. 
Yeah, I mean, you got to tip your cap, but I think it's there's one another ridiculous stat too with Rodgers is he had more touchdown passes than the Packers had punts the whole season. 48 TD passes, 46 punts for the Packers. It was no, I, I agree. I would give it to Rodgers. I'm just saying I would be surprised if they went Cole with Henry just because in today's day and age, it's so hard to have workhorse backs like actually come through and just be that dominant, and Henry was that dominant. Yeah. Right. Well, you hardly see the word. It's rare. It's rare now. So, like, to have one actually do that is pretty, pretty awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not even that touchdown dependent, really. Like, he just, he just racked up. Dude, no, that's the other thing, too. Like, these fancy leagues, and now you have, like, dude, he's still a good. Henry doesn't catch the ball in the backfield. Like, dude, he's still, like, crushing all these other, like, pass-catching backs and that can do both. Kamara might have finished higher. It yeah. was, But I'd rather have Henry. Right, um, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Just a, he's just a power back. But um, I don't know. I don't really have anything else. Do you want to go through each uh, wildcard matchup and then just kind of do our forecast for our predictions for the entire playoffs? Yeah, I'll get into that. Um, few housekeeping things: the dart me, I, dart me had an eliminator thing going. Survivor, I was able to take it kind of deep there. I lost week fifteen with the Steelers losing outright to the Bengals, which sucks. <laughs> and I was able to finish it off with the next. I was able to finish it off with the Bears in week sixteen, and then the Buccaneers in week seventeen, but. Nonetheless, didn't get it done because the Steelers and Big Ben screw me. Um, other things we did, dart me just for fun kind of thing, uh, the pick and pools. So I'll give a shout-out to AK winning the street. He won 159 to 154. AK winning the spread picks. He won 126 to 108. And then I won the conference picks uh, with 1,388 to 1,351. But that being said, we can take a look at the playoff. Uh, picture and the wild card weekend coming up here. Um, want to go in just uh, order here in, t- in order of time, or do you want, or should we do a? I don't know, just go game by, just go AFC first or whatever, and just go game by game. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, it's going to be. Hold on. I see yeah, Colts Bills. Colts Bills is the first matchup. What's the spread in the game? Bills minus six and a half. This game is intriguing to me. Like I don't know. The Bills are kinda similar in my mind to the Packers in that throughout the year I didn't really buy them or trust them. Mm-hmm. But then the last, like, three weeks, they really turned it on and have kind of separated themselves as the clear, like, number two seed in the AFC behind the Chiefs. So, like, I like the Bills to win this game. But Indy's tough. I mean, they got a good defense, and Jonathan Taylor's been awesome the second half of the year. So, I mean, I don't know. Six and a half seems, it seems right, but I kind of like Indy to cover Bills to win. I don't know. Thoughts? 
My thoughts are okay. So first, here the Bills have covered. I think is la- the, their last seven games. They're so, eleven and five on the year. I think. Yeah, they, they've had a good season for sure. And yeah. like you said, they turned it on towards the end. Like I think they they're hot. Yeah, they had thirty. They had victories of thirty plus and like a bunch. And like I think their last three games, um, they've covered their last seven games. I think. Um. So the public is in love with them because they're cashing tickets. I think I'm kind of falling in love with them too. You said you might lean Indy there. I think you can get that up to seven. Honestly. I just think I think Indy is like for a for a two. So it's two. What is it? Bills um, by double digits in their past six games. But uh, I'm sorry. So Indy's the uh, oh seven. Seven seed, yes. That's a really good seven seed. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would not surprise me for one second if Indy won this game. I'm not saying they're going to, but that's a really tough seven seed. Mm-hmm. Indy's, a, Indy's a good team. I mean, they beat the Packers. And it was, Packers. it was no, like, they just beat them. I mean, they beat the Packers. It wasn't like a fluky win. Yeah. Well, it was a one possession game. It wasn't fluky, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not, not fluky. I, I'm saying like it wasn't like the pack or Indy had to have a ton of stuff go right to win. They just oh, yeah. beat us. They just beat us up, right. and they squeaked out a win. So like, I don't know. They're a tough team. I I guess the only downfall would be our boy. Really, I was about to bring that up. I was about to bring that up too. Um, but do you trust do you trust Josh Allen? The way he's been playing, I trust Josh Allen. Do um, you remember playoffs last year? I do. <laughs> he was laterally. He lateraled the ball. <laughs> he lateraled the ball. <laughs> you just can't do that. You can't do that. that you, you just can't do that, dude. Uh, you can't do that. Um, but that game. But, yeah, with Bill O'Brien as a Texas coach, I was going to bring that up, too, with uh, – Cliff Kingsbury and Bill O'Brien, who would you rather have? I think I might rather have, I don't know, it's a toss-up, that's but um, that's that what we're on right now. Um, I was I was going to say I would take the Bills there just because they've been crushing people um, at six and a half. I think this goes up to seven. Um, I'm not saying it's going to. I would think it is. Um, over under 51, what do you think of that? I know you mentioned two Taylor. Taylor, Taylor had a great week last week. I think he won Offensive Player of the Week or – Running FedEx ground player of the week, sorry, even though Henry had 250 yards rushing. Hmm. So that was interesting. But, yeah, I would say Bill is my six and a half. What would you say, Rhino? Uh, I'm probably going to tease this game. Two pick, pick, Bill's pick? Or Bill's minus a half? Yeah, probably Bill's pick them. I like that too. And then you can get the Bucks down as well. That's a good option. And now we're probably maybe a ten point. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting footage of the Josh Allen pitch in the playoffs. Oh jeez. Look at this. What are you doing? <laughs> I might do Colts uh sixteen and a half. Seahawks plus well, Rhino, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I'll probably put the Colts in a teaser. We'll cook up a teaser. He's going to cook up a teaser and the Colts 10. Okay. We're going to get in the teaser card, but just look at this. 
<laughs> We're watching the pitch. <laughs> that is just awful. You can't do that. No. You can't do that. Okay. Um Okay, so I I mean I could I could definitely I would I would be more intrigued at teasing the Bills than I would be at taking six and a half. Um I'm I'm fine with Bills. Like like I said, I, it's a really that might be the best that might be the best matchup of the weekend. It might be. It could be. Even though the lines don't really say it. I just think Indy's tough. Um, so it'll be interesting. Next game. Uh, Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks minus three and a half. Over under at forty two and a half. Seattle till you die. I would say I would say Seahawks too. Like that line doesn't even make sense to me. It can't well it Seahawks They don't have a quarterback. I think Goff might come back, but are you sure he might? But what's the difference between Goff and Wolford? Honestly, uh, it didn't seem to be much in the Cardinals game. Honestly, like three have been putrid. Seahawks played the Rams week fifteen, and it was very low scoring. Goff couldn't move the ball. But the thing, but the Seahawks, Seahawks defense has gotten a lot. It's like their yeah. offense defense did a flip, where their offense was hot at the start of the year, and their defense stunk, and then now their defense is turning it up, and their offense isn't really moving the ball or isn't scoring points. Yes, that's that's exactly right. I like that observation, I know, very astute observation. Um, that's but, what like. I would take the Seahawks. Yes, me too. I would take Seahawks. And even though like, the Rams defense is very good, yes. Because this will be I think it'll be low scoring again. I might take the under forty two and a half right now. Dude, the thing about Seattle though is their defense has been really good the second half of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would yeah. that's why I would take I would take Seattle based on the defense has stepped it up a little bit or has stepped it up majorly compared to what they were in the first half of the season. And like the first half, they were dude, their defense in the first half was atrocious. Yeah. Like it was blowing it was gonna shatter the record of worst defense in NFL history. That's what it was on pace to do. I'm I'm locking under forty two and a half right now. It's a lock for Rhino right now on the total. I would I think it'll be the low scoring. Yeah. I would tend to agree, but Russ could go off too. I don't know. I'm not really good with totals. He could go off, but God, I would lean under as well. He hasn't gone off in a long time. I would lean under as well. And Seattle laying the three and a half based on what we just said. The defense seems to be stepping up for Seattle. The question, the quarterback is in question for the Rams. And I just think Russell Wilson is he Russell, Russell Wilson, man, he's going to get the job done. I think if the I Rams trust him put, in the playoffs. Is, if the Rams put Wofford out there. Or Wolford, <laughs> you can't. The NFL can't let this man win two NFL games <laughs> against play, against uh, playoff teams or potential playoff teams. He yeah. can't win two. He, we can't let him win two must-win games. <laughs> no, you can't. 
Come on. If that happens. Hardly league. Yeah, that, that's that's not good. I'm gonna based on that, um I'm going Seahawks. Based on that, I'm locking the Seahawks now at three and a half. Because I would even I mean you could just throw them in that teaser too. <laughs> I put Seahawks? them in the teaser car. I'm not gonna throw the Seahawks in a teaser. I'm gonna tease across zero. With well, a six I mean why not? It, it's been said that you do not tease across zero. Well, win six point teasers with a it's ten. It's also been said that you bet on home dogs. It was said. Guess what? We tease across zero with Arizona, and how'd that work for us? Come on, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, come dude! On. All I'm saying is, if you Ty, all I'm saying is, if you tease Seattle at seven, you get them at plus three and a half. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. I would much rather, if we're talking teaser, I would much rather do the, what, I would much rather do Bills at minus a half and then Bucks at minus two. It'd be a much better out. All right, then. Okay. So, what's the next game? The next game on the board uh, is Buccaneers at at Washington. Um, Buccaneers are now minus eight. Um. And the over-under set at 45. So I said I might tease the Buccaneers down, but I do like the Washington football team to cover eight. I don't know why. I just do. Alex Smith, he's an American hero. Their defense, is, their defense, their pass rush is good. Yes. It has been against the NFC East and that quarterback play, but uh, Chase Young is very good. Montez Sweat, very good. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. say that the Redskins are kind of an embarrassment of an organization. Like, they surprised me this year. I'll tip my cap to the Redskins for making the playoffs and being better than I thought. But the whole Dwayne Haskins thing was <laughs> was a little bit crazy. Are you putting that in Washington, or are you going to... I think I'm just going to put that on Haskins. Okay, but, like... It got blown up and all this stuff, and then they just rolled him out there, and he looked like he, looked like he was still drunk out on the field. <laughs> it looked bad. It was bad. It was just... It was a bad look. It was like, hey, Haskins, we're not... We're very upset. But we don't have another option, so you're our guy. Otherwise, we, I don't know. It was just kind of like, you're upset, but you're not that upset. You're not, you're not, you're, you're, and and he stinks too. Oh, yeah, he's bad. So, like, it was just, I'm not, I'm not taking blame off of him. I'm just saying, that was just a weird situation. Definitely was. Well, in the NFL, I'm surprised the NFL didn't step in to be, I mean, yeah, that kind of, it seemed like a clear, because it's not that, it's not like his decision clearly impacts the entire league. Yes, it does. So it just, you broke, you broke protocol and then the NFL's like, oh, you guys can handle it however you want to handle it. And they just started them the next week. Just kind of, kind of weird situation, but yeah, I would. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa blew them out, but 
Eight's a lot to catch at home. Yep. And then yeah. the other thing, I don't see Tom Brady losing in the first round two years in a row. No, let's be clear. I like the Bucks and to win this game. Yeah, I, I just it it's a lot. Um, I like the I like the Washington to cover. Like it be low scoring? Man. I would say. I mean, dude, you, you kind of joked Alex Smith, American hero, dude. That guy is actually. If he doesn't win comeback player of the year, the NFL is ridiculous. You might give it to Big Ben. Trends right now. Here's some. Here's a couple trends for you. Brady has not covered in seven straight primetime games. This game here's is in front of you. Brady <laughs> has six Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. These are your trends. I was just bringing up trends, right? Now. Um, but kind of like the under there. Kind of like being low scoring. If yeah. I like the dog to cover, I kind of like you know the football team's pass rush to. Keep Brady in check there. You know, get get to the quarterback with four. And also, Brady has struggled at. You could take it for what it. I don't know. This could mean cr- crap. Brady has struggled in cold and at night. That probably means nothing. But I'm kind of using it <laughs> a little bit. I would like the football team to cover the eight points. All right. All right. All right. All right, then. You go back up. Did it, did it open nine? You could put that in the ten point. Did it open nine? I don't know. Dude, I could even... I could... There's no money line available on the game, probably because they don't know who the quarterback is yet for Washington. On our, site, on our site. I know, but who's the other guy? Uh, Heineken? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Okay. Heineken? <laughs> Yes, too. Didn't they? Didn't they also show like Haskins was dapping up, or like? No, they released Haskins. No, in the game that Haskins got pulled for Heine, Heineken, whoever. Wait, they, so they released him. Yeah, they released. They him. released him. This stuff I'm talking about. It doesn't make any sense. Like, we're gonna play him, and that's <laughs> so dumb, dude. Uh, that number could go back up. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it put, dude. That Buccaneers game is gonna be the public's gonna be on the Bucks heavy late, I think. So I'm gonna wait, but I could be wrong. I've never been good at like predicting what's gonna happen and getting the best of the number because I'm not a sharp. But regardless, um, then, um, Ravens at Titans. The line I'm seeing here is Titans plus three. So. There was some movement there. It was at three and a half. I love Tennessee. I love Tennessee. And they're going to pack that stadium. I they? love Tennessee. You love Tennessee? Yeah. I mean, both teams are hot. Or This game is a coin flip to me. It really is. So, okay. I, would love, so I would say that's what I'm saying. I like Tennessee. It's a coin I would flip there. Three. Three. I would love it at three and a half. I'd love it at three. It's at three even right now. As I long as it doesn't dip, as long as it doesn't dip under three, I love Tennessee. It's at plus three even, so I think it's going to go up to three and a half. That's my thing. Like if it's a coin flip, fine, but they're getting points at home. That's how. That's kind of how I look at it. But the the one thing, 
that you can still Lamar struggled against the Titans last year. The Titans actually had a decent defense last year. The Titans defense this year is awful. What is and the Ravens defense good? Yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been better. It's been I mean they they're not like it's not like your typical Ravens defense is what I'm saying. Well, they I mean they held the Bengals to three. Oh, oh <laughs> nice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Anyway, well, dude, the total set at 54.5 in this game, which shows how bad the Titans defense They is. went into overtime this year, these two teams. Not, yeah, really. I, don't, I forgot all about that game. And Henry ran for a touchdown to win it. I thought that was a Texans game. Dude, didn't Henry run for like 260 yards last year in this in this playoff matchup? Yeah, that's what I was gonna bring up. Henry in the playoffs. Look out, dude! This guy's a train. He went over 200 a lot last year and in the playoffs. Unless until the game, I bet him. They're gonna feed him. He didn't. They're gonna feed him. He's getting he's getting thirty plus touches. Yeah. And it's I mean, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, he's coming alive. But to compare those two is not really that fair. I like Tennessee because Rabel is. I don't know. I just think he's a player's coach. He'll get his guys to play hard at home. And he's smart. He actually can manage the clock. I just have the. I mean, I just think the line's more of a pick 'em. That's my only. Yeah. That's my only thing is like I just I would see this line being a pick 'em, and the Tennessee. To be honest, the Tennessee line is probably based on their game against Green Bay. Like they look like they look like trash. Is all I'm saying. It could also be based on that they gave up 38 to the Texans and they can't stop anybody. Now it's at three though. This is the highest total of the. Yeah, weekend. this is a crazy high total. Yeah, that but, game's gonna go off. But I mean, I don't. I don't have anything picking right now. Like I'm gonna wait on that line. If I like the Titans, I would. Yeah, the other thing I would say too is like, is Lamar gonna run? You know? Yeah, he's gonna run. He should run. Fuck the haters, run. Yeah. No, I know, but that I'm saying that influences my decision. If if uh, if he's gonna run, that makes the Ravens a lot better. If he's gonna sit back, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the one thing too. If what happens if the Ravens get out to a lead? What does Tennessee do? They just keep pounding the they rock. They keep pounding the rock. Well, I mean, Tannehill's AJ Brown and Tan. I mean, they're serviceable. Yeah, they're good. I know they're good. They have a good offense. It's just Tannehill's doesn't make. Oh, I know. Their offense has been really good. I was just just check the weather. Hey, check the weather. If it's anything. Noon in Tennessee on the 10th. Is it going to be snow in 20? <laughs> I doubt it. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, you can move on. Next game, Bears at Saints. Saints laying nine and a half. Total set at 46 and a half. Um, it's a big number. It's going to be 43 degrees, partly cloudy in Nashville. Yeah, Henry probably runs for 300. That's a good in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Um, shoot, okay, next game, Bears Saints. Bears Saints, what do you like? It's a lot of points. Be like. I mean, it's a lot of points to be laying after you were only catching four and a half against Green Bay, right? And Green Bay was playing for everything. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of a five point difference. Or four and a half point difference, five point difference. I don't, I don't know if the Bears can keep up offensively. Like the Saints defense is good, we know that. And I'll take New Orleans. Trubisky, he needs a run game. Did Montgomery's been picking it up? Montgomery's though. pretty good. He's been picking it up like as of late. Um, Trubisky needs the run game, but if. The Saints jump out to a big lead. You can't run the ball. So if the Saints go up fourteen nothing, you can't run it anymore. Then you got to rely on Trubisky to make plays. And who's going to throw it to? Cole Komet. Cole Komet talked that Komet. shit. Yeah. Keep he talking. Was, Cole Komet was fucking talking so much shit in the pack. I mean, Jimmy Graham. How many catches did Jimmy Graham have that game? So he doesn't have any. Allen Robinson's decent. No, they showed his passing chart, Trubisky's. Like he didn't, they don't. He doesn't throw the ball down the field, which is why. Like Robinson is a really good receiver, but he doesn't throw the ball down the field. I think he had like two attempts down over twenty, over like twenty air I, yards. Yeah, I don't think the Bears' offense can keep up. So, I'll, if I'm going to bet on this game, I'll take the Saints minus nine and a half. But here's the one thing I would, I would, do you have confidence in? Breeze, trash arm. Michael Thomas is also up in the air. He could be back, right? Or is that solidified he's back? I have confidence. That I don't know. I have confidence in Kamara. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, this is an intriguing tease. Ten-point teaser to me. Teasing the Saints down to plus a half. It's intriguing to me. But I don't know who else I would do it with. So maybe not. As intriguing. I haven't been watching the Saints since Breeze got back, so I don't know what they're like right now. And we missed that one game on CBS when they played the Chiefs because Dish Network didn't have CBS. Yeah, frauds. Yeah, that's there's a reason they're on the frauds list. They might be number one. They're making a strong case for it. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, I so we don't know. We don't know there. We're I don't know there. I mean, you guys like the Saints. I might like the Bears there. That I mean, like I, I kind of mentioned, alluded to it earlier. Like the Packers, we're only get we're only giving we're only giving four and a half, and now the Saints are giving nine and a half. But I know it's at home. Uh, but and they're probably going to pack the stadium. It's at five point difference, I guess. But I don't know. If- 
fans matter. A little wary. Crowd matters. But... I'll probably end up being the Saints come game time. But I guess the last game of Wild Card Weekend, Browns at Steelers. The line that I'm looking at here in my book is Steelers minus six, even money. Do we have thoughts? Uh, really? Minus six? Yeah. Big story in this game is Stefanski, who Ty loves, has COVID. So he won't be able to be on the sideline. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that affects how Baker Mayfield plays. I think it's got a, I think it's a big impact. Honestly, I do. Um, and minus 60, even I might even fire on that. That's a pretty good number, I'm, I'm thinking. It could come down to five and a half, but... I like this game to be low scoring as well. Be having it be division rivals, or not rivals, but their division opponents. Yeah, know each other, I guess. But that means they also know the defenses too. But Stefanski being out is pretty key to me. I think the Steelers win this. I mean, we just saw this on the field happen in a must-win game for the Browns. They the lost Steelers by two. They lost by two. So I would now with the Steelers. In, being at home, being at home now, now playing everybody like in the playoffs at minus six. I kind of, I, I don't know. I kind of like the Steelers. Let's, there. Who did they, let's, they, let's not forget too that yeah. Chubb was out in that game, but the Steelers beat the Browns thirty-eight to seven. Yeah, the first, the first time they played. Yeah, that was the different Steelers without well, Stefanski and the Steelers getting all of their defensive studs back. <laughs> For the playoffs, mm-hmm. I like. Um, They're gonna get pressure. They're gonna get pressure on Baker. Yeah, we get yes. for sure. And yeah. Baker's like, what? Baker really struggles with pressure. Mm-hmm. So and there's stats to back that up. I guess. Not to mention, are they really gonna be? I mean, I know the line is different than the actual game, but is Cleveland really gonna beat Pittsburgh two weeks in a row? Especially last week, they didn't. Steelers didn't show any of the like. They didn't show their hand at all. Yeah, and this could be a tease piece too. Teasing a six point teaser. I could tease. If I I could tease this down with a pick, I feel really chalky this weekend. But there's gonna be there's gonna be one there's gonna be one upset. You know. Well, there always is an upset. Would you consider? And I don't think the Ravens and the Titans go into that upset category. I I have that as like I think that's a toss up. But the five the five other games. There's going to be an upset. Rams, Seahawks could be. Other, other than that, maybe Cleveland, Pitt. Like I'm not saying I would pick Cleveland, but there's going to be an upset. Is um, I like the Steelers winning. I I do too, but uh, like I said, I'm almost picking almost like a money line at least. I'm picking every, pretty much every favorite, maybe other than the Titans, and yeah. I, I don't think that would be that much of an upset, but one of the other games is going to have an upset. <coughs> I think. But should I lock the Steelers now at minus six even? Dude, the thing is, Ty, in like so in our CBS league, mm-hmm. they had they had uh, Pittsburgh at minus three and a half. That's that was the only reason I was surprised because that that is surprising. Now, does this this is gonna move? I think. Why is it at minus six even and not like minus six minus? 
Like, I feel like it's going to move the other direction with this Stefanski news. And then I think the public's going to come in heavy on Sunday night on the Steelers. Um, Moneyline parlays are probably going to have the Steelers in them, so the book is going to need the, the Browns. So I feel like this line is going to move um, in the other direction, unless the Browns are just a public darling. Like, Yeah, Ty, in our, in our CBS league, Pittsburgh's uh, minus three and a half. And I'm going to... Am I going to go back to Big Ben? He hurt me already for my survivor. Am I going to go back to him? I think I am. I'm clicking the button. I'm locking this minus six. You're going back to Big Ben. I'm going back to Big Ben. <laughs> That's locked. I could throw that in a teaser, too, um, just to get it down to pick. I may just money line it, though, just instead. Minus 250. Uh, I'd say it's a good teaser option. Yeah, that's that's the wild card weekend. Then that's all the games we hit up. Um, I know we kind of made some picks there. We kind of made some picks. Kind of got some ideas. It's always nice to talk it out too, what you're thinking and everything. But definitely firing more. So on Friday and set Friday night, gonna look at firing on more bets. I did fire on two. I fired on the Seahawks and the Steelers. Round you have a total locked up. I have a total locked up. I have Rams Seahawks under forty two and a half right now. Nice, nice. Any plays made right away, Luke? No, I've kind of been. I'm. I'm probably gonna run a run a teaser, um, of some sort. But it probably won't be a ten. It'll probably be like a. I don't know. This whole year's been just a a toss up with stuff. It seems like so. I don't really know what's going to happen this weekend. I just feel really chalk. And I think we know that that just doesn't happen. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like, all the favorites won outright, but. Right. Yeah, I mean, we'll get room in that teaser car. Yes, always. I might bring a bus. <laughs> the prop copter was. The prop copter. The prop copter. I was going to bet Taylor, too, man. But the thing with Montgomery that sucked is. He was close, and he had 10 catches. <laughs> he, wait, he didn't get the rushing yards? No, he was, he, was like eight, he was like eight yards short, but then he had 10 catches, dude. Yeah, he got the ball a shitload in that game. Yeah. His total yards were insane, and then his rushing yards fell like 10 yards short. Yeah, that, that stinks. But if you got any props lined up in that copter... Oh, I will have... I will have... Uh, drop I will have props. There's... That's the way to go. The prop copter is the way to go. Um, no doubt about it. That's so, that's what you you get in on the prop copter. The only thing about props is when you get into the copter, uh, the overs, you never take the unders. It's just like you only bet the overs in the prop copter, which is scary. <laughs> take an under on a running back, I dare you. Because um, that prop copter when Montgomery... Montgomery oh, my God. Thank you. They said they're like, well, clearly he's probably dead. Yeah. <laughs> he just came out of the tent like a brand new man and like, ran for like 12 on the first play. Yeah. Sure. Uh, we'll fire the prop copter up for sure. Um, do we want to just do like a little road through the playoffs? I mean, we don't have to go every matchup specifically, but like teams that yeah. we like in each league um mm-hmm. like the chief i mean the chiefs are clearly the favorites in the afc 
Yes. And I would say I would like them going. I would I would have them. I picked them in the Super Bowl. Okay, it's tough to bet against them. It is. It's very tough. Um, the best team, the best chance to knock them off, I would say, would be the Bills because they can. Because what's been happening with the Chiefs this year? You know, they haven't been like bulldozing teams. Like they've been letting teams stick around and be like, ah, oh, whatever. We'll just have Mahomes win it in the end. Like it's been, it's happened multiple times. I swear to God, Mahomes has like he has this superpower where he can just go like at any time he can just flip the switch and go unconscious and then score at will. Like you can't stop him if he wants to score. And other times he's just kind of lackadaisical, just running around doing whatever. And then oh, we have to score a touchdown, and they score in like a minute. Yeah, that Atlanta game. Like how it's like not even on him too. The wide receivers all of a sudden get wide open for bombs. <laughs> Hey, we got to score in like 30 seconds. Every, Here goes Tyree Dunhill for a 60-yard pass. Every receiver they have is fat. This is like faster than everybody, in the, faster than everybody in the field. Which, yeah. I mean, they all Packers. have like sprinters as wide receivers. Packers have the MBS running and, wide open. But and Mahomes can, 50, 50. Mahomes can throw it 70 yards. So, But hey, remember this. Mahomes is not athletic. He has the speed of an average NFL tight end. Oh, Jesus. Who said that? Was that the Red Zone guy who said that? The Red Zone. And then on the broadcast, he ran, he like ran for like 20 yards in there saying, the, the Red Zone guy said, the Red Zone guy said, Patrick Mahomes is not that athletic. And then on the broadcast, they said, it's, it's amazing how much, uh, damage, much damage he does on the ground for a guy that has the speed of an average tight end. Okay. All right. All right, buddy. This guy's running circles around the league's best defensive players, and he's got the average speed of a tight end. Have you ever seen a tight end try and hurdle a player? It, it it's, it's like a bale of hay trying to jump over a defender. It's like, dude, why are you trying to hurdle Jimmy Graham? Jimmy Graham tries to hurdle. Like, stop. Jimmy Graham, please stop. You're fitting a man with a phone book under your feet when you try and hurdle. It's stupid. Yeah, it's very dumb. It's very dumb. But, yeah, I would, I would say the Chiefs um, – but like I said, they've been letting teams hang around. So I'd say maybe the Bills come out and punch him in the mouth right away and like put up a couple, quick couple scores on it. It's like, you know, build a lead. And maybe they build a lead and keep sustaining a lead that the Chiefs can't come back from. Like, I mean, it happened with the Texans last year in the playoffs, man. But Yeah, and then snip, snap. Yeah, and then snip, snap. Yeah, exactly. Maybe the, maybe the Bills could like sustain that. I would say that would be the worry for the Chiefs this year. It's like they haven't been dominating, dominating. Um, so I had them in my Super Bowl. What would you like for Super Bowl? Yeah. Uh, I like Chiefs. I like, oh, definitely the Chiefs yeah. to get there. And I like the Packers. Chiefs, Packers to get there. Yeah. But way to step be, out of the box, Rhino. Will I be surprised if the Packers lose to like. Let's say they play the Buccaneers in the second round. Will I be surprised if they lose? Absolutely not. And I don't. I don't think I'll be heartbroken about it either. Cause see, I would put the I would put the NFC. I'd put four teams in a hat. I put I put the the Bucks, the Saints, and uh, the Seahawks, and the Packers all in a hat. And I really think it's anyone's 
Like I know the Packers obviously have the advantage being the home, they have home field advantage, yada yada yada. But I don't know. I I would put all those four. I think all those four teams have a good yeah. shot. Right. That's that's where I'm at too. It's see, I like see, I I I was gonna say Chiefs Bucks, but then I also said I like the football team to cover. So I'm just trying to thread the needle here and just have the Bucks win by a touchdown, and then ride that all the way to the Super Bowl after beating the Packers. Oh, well, I guess they don't have to play the Packers. I mean, the Rams could upset the Seahawks, the Bears could upset the Saints, the Packers play one of the lowest teams, but they'll eventually have to get, you know. So I guess I would say what I have now is Chiefs, Buccaneers, I guess. I don't know. And like you said, it could be one of those, pull one out of the hat, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean... Any of those teams, it's going to be... I think the NFC is going to be fun to watch. The AFC, I have... Like, I'm interested, but I'm not overly interested. I think the good records in the AFC was reflected on just not as good of teams, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, then, see, that's the other thing, too. Like, if you want to get into it a bunch, like, maybe the AFC has such good teams, but they did... Like the the gap and like the NFC is more tightly packed, you know. Yeah, like I think eight, has the Jets and the Jaguars, man. Like and the Texans and the Texans and the are terrible, and the Bengals were terrible. Like the Broncos are terrible. But yeah, I would. Yeah, that's what I'm saying there. Like the, the Steelers weren't that dominant. They were eleven and zero against, and then they just dropped three in a row. That was terrible, but. Yeah, for sure. I what? So you had Packers, Chiefs. I had Chiefs, Bucks, and I forgot. Did you say yours? I uh, make a pick. Make a pick. Chiefs, Saints. This is the last. I, this has got to be the last chance for the Saints too, man. Like Breeze is Breeze done it this year, or he's like very. Uh, you They're know, looking. They're looking. Yeah. Is Roethlisberger done it this year? Oh my God. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Who but, gives a damn? <laughs> this is the last. This is the last shot for the for the Saints and Packers fans like to quote the fact that we beat them. I don't really give a like. I don't care. That game. That game will scare me. Yep. Yep. It's tough to beat a team twice in a year, especially a really good team. Unless you're playing the Bengals, <laughs> the Bucks, or the. <laughs> Jaguars. <laughs> the Packers struggle with the Jags. They did struggle with the Jags and Lutton, but I think they went out the night before, though. To be honest, because that was yikes. Can the can somebody explain the Rams to me against the Jets? That had to be a hangover slash you're still drunk during the game. That's an epic, <laughs> epic meltdown. Like Christ, and then the Steelers lose that same week. Two fourteen-point favorites lost outright. Ugh, yikes! But, all right, that's the play- we're kind of rambling on. That's the playoff picture, playoff uh, or playoff predictions. Kind of a little bit, but I don't know if you guys card. I don't know if you guys have anything else that you really want to touch on. Um, you know, if you want to touch on NBA stuff. You can. I don't have anything to add for that, but if you want to, 
Otherwise, we can just wait until the NFL season's over and kind of, if you guys want to talk about that then. but Nothing really NBA. Um, I mean, I, the Celtics basically had like a buzzer beater shot now, just now. Or, yeah, I was watching. I had money on the Celtics tonight. They were dogs against Miami, and they tipped it in at the buzzer. So I was fist pumping that. Yeah, that was nice. Closing thoughts then? I don't have much for closing thoughts. It's good to get a pod back rolling. Um, again, we apologize. We were uh, at a local at a local establishment last weekend, and uh, our favorite bartender, bartender of the pod, Pete, um, was in my ear about getting a pod back rolling. So shout out to Pete. Uh, shout out to the wheelhouse. Um, we'll get that. We'll get that out of the way and. Uh, Hopefully, we can get the pod back rolling up because it's been pretty lazy on our part. Yeah, I, I would agree. I'd agree. Shout out to those guys. And, and we got to get a little hockey talk going. I mean, we don't have to do it today, but we got to get a little bit of hockey talk rolling. I have that in my closing thoughts. Round closing thoughts. Um, I, my closing thoughts are I hope the Bears win so the Packers can play the Bears. Add a baby rhino. <laughs> yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be nice. Um, but hey, the road goes through Lambeau. Yes, the yeah. defense has to love the snow. You don't want to play in Lambeau when it's snowing. Yes, that's trust. Right. Trust me. Another thing is, uh, I guess, as a Wisconsin sports fan, I guess. Maybe this is just me, but I'm not surprised when our team is losing the playoffs anymore. It's just you become numb to the fact. Yeah, I don't really get broken. Yeah, just keep it moving on. Yeah, right. I mean, the Brewers lost to the Dodgers, and that was (laughs) expected. Well, yeah, I mean, the the two years ago, but Ty, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts, I guess a couple of them. Um, first, you said, mentioned the hockey talk. I just want to say congratulations, Team USA World Juniors champs, 2 nothing over Canada. That happened Tuesday. So, yeah, congratulations to the boys. Um, the boys. No. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. You know, the boys. The boys. No, have you seen those the, the hockey video of the, 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 the hockey team chanting after it? It's bad. Was it like, was it like Miracle? It was not like a miracle, but was this matchup? Well, I don't know. Was the matchup like miracle? Were they like huge dogs? I mean, I guess you're facing Canada. I, so. I don't. I didn't know the line, but it was too rip. I, I think they, they were dogs in the game. I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. You got to fact check me, Packer Nation. Um, other closing thought is Ohio State, Alabama. I had Ohio State money line. Fuck you, Dabo. Eat it. Eat shit, man. Like, yeah. Shut up your ass. See you later. Sorry, but get out of here. <laughs> all right, that's our cue. Um, all right, yeah, we'll kind of wrap it up. And like I said, we'll get through this weekend and we'll be back next week. We'll go uh, weekly throughout the playoffs and then like we'll kind of come up with a plan after that. But hopefully, uh, hopefully the Packers can draw a better matchup than the Bucks for second round. All right, sounds good. Peace out, Akronet. Late.